Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hey guys, episode 108. All right. I was thinking about what's going on and what you guys may need to hear from me today. And I just was thinking about like, it's the holiday time and families are getting together and there's a lot of like seeing people we haven't seen in a while. And there is this thing I want to talk about that sometimes happens. This may not be you. And if it's not, really be grateful. But if it is, you get to be grateful for this also. And that's when your families don't really support your epic dreams, your goals, your epic shit. And this is the time when like family comes around and they're like, well, how's that little thing you've been working on? Or they kind of diminish it a little bit. Or you show up diminishing it or being uncomfortable or awkward because you know people are going to ask about your business, your goal, your dream, and how's it going? Are you making money? Did you get the promotion? Did you such and such? And I want to arm you with something And this is going to be a really short podcast, but I really want to arm you with this because this thought that they should get it, and I've done this podcast before as far as they should get it, or they should support me, is not really true. Like we paint this picture to ourselves, like my family doesn't support me. And there's this thing as if they should, right? Like, If they loved me, they would, or they don't get it, or there's just this discomfort of they don't believe in me, right? But I want to offer this. Would you need them to believe in you if you believed in you? I'm going to say it again. Would you need them to believe in you to the extent that you feel uncomfortable now Going to the social things when family's around and they start asking the questions of like, how's that business doing? You still selling that whatever? You still doing that whatever? Or have you changed to something else again? You know, do you need them to believe in you because you don't believe in you? Are you believing the sentences in their head that they have about you and your ability to create your epicness? Are you believing, like, just because they have sentences about your epic dreams and your goals, why are you adopting their sentences? They get to have sentences in their head about your epic shit. What are they? Like, if you can imagine what they were, what are they? She ain't gonna stick with it. These were some of mine's like my family had about me. She's not going to stick with it. She's going to change her mind. 
How come she can't be happy with what she already doing? There she go again, right? <laughs> it was always something to that thing. Like, so it was always, are you still doing it? Like, have you changed your mind? Their sentence was, I was noncommittal or I was wishy-washy. That was their sentence. And as long as I adopted their sentence about me, then I was uncomfortable when they would bring it up. Every time we had family events or holiday time, like how's that thing going, right? Because the just the way they would ask it, you knew the feeling that they had was doubt and uncertainty. And so it was that and you felt that. But if you believed in you, completely, despite whatever the past was, how much would you really need them to believe in you? And I want to question that, really, maybe the only reason why that bothers you is because you've adapted their sentences. And that's totally optional. You can be unattached to their sentences that they have. They can say it and you can be like, yeah, I understand why they even think that. Like literally, once I claimed ownership of, yeah, I totally get why my family and friends believe these things about me. If I looked at my past and I looked at, like they don't have access to your brain, to your internal thoughts, to the work that you're doing, they don't have access to that. The only thing they have access to is what they see. But that's only like 10% of it. Like the work is really the mental mindset. And it's, am I evaluating after everyone? Am I questioning? Am I learning from it? They don't see that. Only thing they see is the outward results. That's just 10%, maybe 20% of it. 80% of anything is mindset. They don't have access to that, that work. You do. You're the only one that does. But you're not putting the importance of that. You're putting the importance as they are, which is the things that they see. That's not the important stuff. Remember, the inner game is the game that's the strongest. It's the one that means the most. So our spouses may not get it. I remember when I was married, my spouse said, you playing that little thing, right, about my dream. I was playing that little thing, discounted it. But he wasn't aware of the mental game that was going on. No one was. So, of course, everyone was shocked when things started lining up and I started, like, creating businesses and creating businesses that were generating wealth and income and, like, having success, they were surprised, but I wasn't because I knew the inner game, like I was doing the inner work. So it's like, what if you welcomed it? I'm totally unattached to my spouses, my moms, my dad's sentences in their heads. And I take ownership for why they think that. Fine, you do. You see my outward appearance, but that's only 20% of it. You're not seeing the inner work I'm doing and you're not supposed to because you can't be privy to that. I'm the only one that can. But just watch me, like literally. Sometimes I would just whisper to myself, just watch me. Watch when this shit gets together. Watch when it all lines up. And I would take responsibility for encouraging myself. 
And I wouldn't make it mean anything that they didn't support me, that they didn't believe in me. It was okay. I was totally unattached to their disbelief. And that made me be able to enjoy the holidays because I was like, yep, here we go. It's almost like, okay, y'all, you know how you have the aunts? I don't know if you guys had the aunts, but I always had the aunts. Like they wouldn't see me because I lived in Dallas and they lived in New York, right? And so they wouldn't see me, but once every two or three years. And the first thing they would do was look at my ass. Oh, your ass getting big or you looking good. Like that was just their measurement, right? Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, turn around. Let me see your ass. <laughs> Is it getting big? Is it bigger? How you doing, right? I would just normalize like, yep, that's them. They're going to look at my ass and talk about it. Like our family was just ass watchers. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but like we would, we would pat each other on the ass and like, love your ass. Isn't getting big. And I understood as I got older, I understood what they were saying is take care of yourself, right? As if ass girth had, was a measurement of whether I was or wasn't taking care of myself. I didn't have to agree with that, but I understood what they were saying, what the meaning behind it. So I was totally unattached to it, right? So it's just what they did. And it can be the same thing with your family not believing in your epic shit. Just what they do. You get to normalize it. Like, of course, you don't have the same sentences in your head because it's my epic shit. And remember, epic shit is going across the grain. So everybody won't agree with it anyway. They're not supposed to. So what if you just allowed for it? Like, During Thanksgiving, hopefully you allowed for it. During Christmas, when you have the Christmas and the New Year's and all the family gets together and they start like asking the questions, you can coach yourself to be like, of course, they don't believe in my ability to create this and it's okay. They just have different sentences than me and they get to have their sentences And I get to keep and reinforce mine. And it doesn't mean that their disbelief in me doesn't mean that they don't love me. Doesn't mean that they're being mean. Doesn't mean that it's unfair. Anything. Only thing it means is that they have different sentences in their heads. That's it. And when you can reduce it to that simple thing, then you can not have all the emotion and all the awkwardness and all the shoulds and frustration and anger when they talk about your little business. And sometimes I would just laugh about my little business because it got to be where I wouldn't talk about my little business because I started believing that my business wasn't this little thing. And I started believing in my business as this six-figure business. And I started having thoughts about my business as this six-figure business long before it became a six-figure business. So then I started challenging myself. How would I show up if I were a six-figure business owner? How would I show up to these things? When they said something about my little business, I would just be like, yeah, it's going well. It wouldn't even bother me because I don't have anything to prove. I already know it is a six-figure business, right? So it's like, what if you showed up in the thought, like it is, 
wherever it is. Maybe it's a seven-figure business for you, right? Like it is a seven-figure business. That's my next level. It's like thinking of my business as a seven-figure business. But when it was this little thing to people outside of me, how's the business going, right? And then it started growing. And then other people outside of my family and friends started recognizing my value and started tagging me on posts and everything. Then my family and friends started seeing is like, wait a minute. Oh, she's actually doing this. By the time they got on board, my little business was already at 300K and it's growing from there. But one of the best decisions I gave was being unattached to the sentences in their head and being like, of course they think that way. And it's okay. And it doesn't mean that they don't love me. Like devoid myself of any meaning I made it mean. They're going to ask the question or sometimes they don't ask about it. And we get upset because they're not asking about it. Like they don't even ask. They don't even care. Right? That's okay. Like they got their own shit going on. (laughs) How can you take full responsibility for your thoughts about you and your epic shit? How's the job going? I know you went for the promotion. Did you get the promotion? How did that big venture go? It didn't go so well. It didn't go as well as I planned. If that's the truth, you can speak that in truth with full ownership. Because remember, progression isn't supposed to be this linear thing. And when we think it's linear, it's supposed to be one after another. Remember, it is all variable. It's highs and lows. And that's part of the journey. And we get to normalize that. And if you normalize where you are, knowing that, yeah, I'm going to get there. Got a little, had a couple of detours, kind of part of the process, and that's it right? But I want you to show up at your family functions in full authority and in full ownership. And the best way to do that is stop being attached to their sentences in their head and reducing it to, they just simply think differently than I do about this one area. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong or bad or don't love me or don't support me. Even though you probably would show up differently, that is okay. The reason why you would is because of those different sentences in your head. And that's why you're doing the epic shit. That's why you keep failing and picking yourself back up and doing it again and failing and picking yourself up and doing it again. That's what I had to realize about me and my journey was I had to stop saying it's like you fail, like, oh, she wishy-washy. I had to see that as a strength, right? Like when Babe Ruth won the most home runs, he also won the most strikeouts. And so I started celebrating like, yeah, trying something new. Yep, trying something new again. Yep, I take a licking and I keep on ticking. I didn't have to say that to them, but I started owning my story to me. So what part of your history of your story are you not owning? I I fail, I get up, I try something new. I fail, I get up and I try something new. Let me tell you something. That got me to where I am now. I love that about me. Even though 
family and friends didn't get it. I did. I'm willing to put myself out there, bloody myself, fall flat on my face, and try again. Yes, you're absolutely right. It may look like wishy-washy to you. To me, it's I'm trying and I'm determined and I'm going to figure this shit out. Different sentences. That's all. Same thing, different sentences. She's wishy-washy. I'm determined to figure it out and I'm going to keep trying until I do. Two different sets of sentences. You don't have to adapt their sentences. You can totally devoid yourself, unattach yourself from their sentences. In love. Not in that, I'm going to show you energy. You have nothing to prove. Because remember, what we do has nothing to do with our worth. We're worthy regardless. Independent. All of it. Okay. I hope this helps. And enjoy your holidays and enjoy your friends and family asking you about your business. Who knows? Maybe the energy in which you show up with may actually become the strongest energy in the room. Remember what we talked about from last week, right? And they may think differently just from your energy of like, yeah, it's going well making lots of mistakes and learning from them and everything is okay. They're going to be like, wait, she has no shame about this. Just that alone, when you own it, make them go, hmm, maybe she's all right. Maybe I don't have to worry about her. (laughs) I hope this helped because I know this is only a small portion of you guys and that this happens to, but I do remember going to events and going to family functions and everything and people asking me and feeling very small. We don't have to be small and feel small about our epicness and our dreams and our goals. We get to like own them and own the failures, all of it. It's just part of the journey. That's it. And that's a different sentence than someone else. Just it, different sentences. All right, have a great holiday season and I will talk at you guys later. Bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I wanna spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. That's deeply rooted. You can register for the wait list at brigjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.